Hey, welcome back to the five. Five minutes of courage of faith and challenge you to think. And this topic is on mission. When it comes to mission, you gotta be very careful to define mission clearly. Because look, if everything is missions, nothing is mission. So what is missions? Here it is. Missions is about making disciples who know, love, and serve God. That's missions. Now we can think about this narrowly that we make disciples, the church makes disciples, probably think about it broadly that we ourselves are disciples. We are people who know, love, and serve God. But also think about how think about how God's a missional God. Like this ought to shift how you think about the Bible, that we're gonna go from a theology of mission to a missional theology, meaning the whole Bible is about a God who is on mission for his glory and his fame to be known on every single corner of the earth. And so we see this in Genesis chapter three, that in the garden, God puts Adam and Eve there and says, look, here's the deal. You know me, you love me, you serve me, and we're gonna extend the borders of Eden so that every tribe, tongue, nation, so that every corner of the earth will know my glory. But what happens? Well, the, the mission gets rejected. That they eat the fruit and then they no longer want to spread God's fame, they want to spread their own fame. And so the image of God is marred and then that begins to get multiplied and then that fills the earth. Well, that's the whole, that's a big problem. Well, what happens next is that the mission is accepted by the offspring. And so we see the offspring coming in chapter 3 of Genesis who's going to crush the head of the serpent because the serpent has done something to humanity. We, we feel this individually. You and I are sinful. We feel this even collectively, that families and governments and groups are broken. We feel even cosmically that all creation groans. Paul's gonna say that there are spiritual forces of darkness in the heavenly places. So the offspring comes and he's going to reverse the curse of the fall. And so Jesus lives for us, he dies for us, he rises from the dead, but then what he does, he sends the Holy Spirit. So hey look, before you go on mission, church, wait for the Holy Spirit because he, he's going to help you be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. Because remember, mission was all about the global glory of God being recognized to the ends of the earth. Holy Spirit come, by the way, to be spirit-filled means you share about Jesus. The, the Spirit loves to declare the things about Christ, and so those who are spirit-filled in Acts, they declared the things about Christ. And so we do that too. So the church, we, we have local mission. We, we share with our neighbors and with our city. We do these things even globally. We, we go where Christ has not yet been named. And we do that because one day the mission will be accomplished. So check out what Revelation 7 says. This is, after this, I looked and behold, a great multitude that no one could number, from every tribe, every nation, and every people and language, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes, with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. So, Notice, the goal never changed. It was all about the global glory of Christ being known in every corner of the earth, every tribe, tongue, nation, people, group, all that stuff. It's the global glory of God. That, that's missions. The global glory of God being known in every corner of the earth. And we get to celebrate that we get to participate in the mission of God to make the Son of God known to all peoples. That's mission. That's my time. See you next week, and I'll see you then.